Welcome in to another edition of the Stingers Up Sacramento State Football Podcast, Episode 2. Last week, we looked at the offense and the special teams from the offensive coaches and special teams coaches. Today, we lock in on the defense, and we're going to hear from the defensive coaches and the head coach, Andy Thompson, who's overseeing the defense again as the defensive coordinator, head coach, and also the nickelbacks coach. So, We'll do that. Also, a a little prep for the first game of the year. Coming up Thursday, Thibodeau, Louisiana. The Hornets go to face Nickel State. First ever matchup between the two schools. Hornets come in preseason ranked number 10 as they travel to Nickel State, who is 3-8 last year. All right, but let's jump into it. We had a good preview of the upcoming season with the offensive coaches. Let's start. We're kind of work our way from the line of scrimmage to the back end of the defense. We'll start with veteran defensive line coach Craig Paulson as he's back with the Hornet program again. And here's my conversation with Coach. Here with uh, defensive line coach, Coach Paulson. Uh, Coach, um, everybody seems to be, like I've talked to all the coaches, everybody really is happy with their group. Uh, How do you feel about your the guys that are going to be attacking the quarterback, stopping the run, rushing after the pass, or all that kind of thing? Yeah, Jason, I feel good. I, I think it starts with, in our group, we've got some veteran leadership. The new weight room guy, Morris, has been fantastic. The kids spend the summer here. They don't really ever forget their plays. Um, That's a huge part of football in the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. They don't forget what they're doing. It's not like the old days of fall camp where you have to dust off the playbook again. Mm -hmm. So that way, with the physical uh, staying in shape, that part checked off, that box checked off, and the fact that they have a pretty good idea what they're doing, you can – going to practice one a lot further along than you could in the old days it's fast paced at the jump and then you play against our offense every day which is super multiple and it give you a lot of looks that you're able to go back look at it on film correct it the scoreboard's not on yet so maybe that's one of the biggest things is just when you compete against each other Mm -hmm. that gives you the feeling like you're ready has it always like when I think about your defensive lines? I think about I'm never just one guy. It's never two. It's never four. Like you're six, eight, ten deep, and you're getting it. It could be a senior, it could be a freshman. It seems like you're not afraid to play anybody as long as they're getting the job done. Exactly. Um, it's the beauty of the room. I mean, you can be highly motivated in there if you're in your turns. Yeah. If you're good enough and your tape will show it in practice, and if you've earned those turns, and we're going to play you. Mm-hmm. The only deal is like we get inside the a critical like a short yardage deal or a inside the five yard line you're going to find our starters in there because starting still matters yeah i want the guys to compete for starting because that still matters that means they're doing it right you know quote unquote all the time that's mm-hmm. you still are you still have to have your starters it's not a perfect world where we gets the same amount of reps yeah. but the flip side is you can get a lot of reps in even the kids that got four games and can redshirt if if you're able to show through practice film that you can help us play, we'll get you out there. What, in your mind, then makes guys like Tyler Hardeman, Xavier Williams, Brandon Knott, uh, Stanley, uh, Lynch, guys who played a lot of football here, what makes them, what's what's good about them? Why are they getting these reps? Well, I think it starts with the, like when they first walked in the room, the older guys knew that part of the obligation was to pass it on, mm-hmm. the knowledge. And it was their job as a young guy to soak it in and not keep making mistakes over and over. So now they're in the point where they're helping to pass it on. And it's amazing. If you're a player and you'll feed a kid some information, it's actually helping you too mm-hmm. talk about it. It's not yeah. just the new guy. So that's not it's not a warm and fuzzy thing. It's a fact. And so when you're in a room where you can play a lot of guys and we have a, guys, a couple guys that play multiple positions, 
Um, they all understand the fact that they're going to get reps and the fact that they need more players than just four to play. So it makes it unique. I think we're kind of like wide outs. Mm. If you've got a bunch and a bunch can play, as long as they, the if is if they can play, mm-hmm. then it's, it's the, your powers and your numbers. When you were at Montana, whether you were playing or coaching all those years of very successful teams, did you notice as it had to start somewhere – and then it really snowballed, and it kept going. You guys started somewhere here from a tough spot to winning a first league title to a second to a third. Has recruiting, has talent, has not the job easier, but like are more people wanting to become Hornets? Well, for sure. I think that um, the parallels up there and here are the you know your, your radius. Mm. If you can get within five hours of where your university is and they want to stay and play, you got a leg up there, and that's the same thing we did up there. If you're from Montana, so it's a, it's about the player, but then our job is to get them here and get them to play. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's the whole thing where it's like the kids know we're not trying to take the credit; they're the ones out there doing it. We just we want the results, and we're, we're our job is part of helping them get the results. So yeah, yeah, all of the above. It's mm-hmm. each team's new; you don't get to re-sign them, but um, just with the fact that they know that the ceiling is higher and. All those things help to get you, you know, repeats. It's the old, the age old question: Is it harder to get good or stay good? You can look at it both ways. Um, you're trying to keep the drama out and the peaks and valleys out, and but ultimately, without a doubt, you got to have guys. And yeah. the city of Sacramento, the greater surrounding areas, always had guys, and hopefully, we we're giving them a reason to stay. Mm-hmm. I'm fascinated about that getting good to staying good because it has got to be a challenge to both. I, I, I've done this long enough where I dreamt about the Hornets being good, but I couldn't see it. It wasn't happening. And I'm sure when you're at Montana, you're just locked in on everything in Montana. But did you ever think, even when you took this job to where you are now, that this, I'm sure you dreamt of it, but like it's pretty amazing what you guys have just pulled off the last three years. Yeah, no, they're, they're once again, playing against Sacramento State, um, there's always been really good players in this area. Matter of fact, we had a bunch of them at Montana. We're right. trying to get them. Um, so to answer your question, I don't. I don't know. We. I always knew that there was guys here. Mm-hmm. I just fortunate to become part of another, you know, very good coaching staff because that was the key at Montana. We had a lot of good. It wasn't one guy. It was mm-hmm. a bunch of guys pulling the, pulling in the same direction. And and then obviously you got to have good kit. You got to. Yeah. I mean, we only play fifty five games. In their whole career, eleven times five, right? Mm. But we're going to together be together for twelve hundred days. Mm. So, got to make sure they're going to school. You want guys that you don't have to wait, you know, hold their hand. You know what I'm saying? So there's yeah. a lot to it other than just playing in the college environment, which is awesome. Thankfully, it's not the NFL. Yeah. That way, so they got to do more. They got to go to school. They got to be a good dude, and they got to be good at their at their skills as a football player. So I love this time in their life. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't trade it for anything being a college coach. So all the above. Like I said, you never know what it takes, and each year is different. So we've got to get out there again this year and prove it. All right, so the last thing about that, trying to prove it, whether you're playing three down linemen, four, five, whatever you might be doing, there's more. There's linebackers, there's nickels, there's corners. As you've seen the totality of the defense, what do you think about the defense this year? Well, I think it's good. I think that it's all based on what you have to defend. It's where the offense is going with what they're doing on the what they call the RPO, the run-pass options on every play. Everybody's got to do their job and over the years things have changed in football but yet they've stayed the same they're still going to try and run the ball directly downhill and throw it to the outside which used to be the dive the peep the, the keep in the pitch it's still that same concept so you have to 
I think you have to be more athletic at different spots, but that's just what the game is, has progressed to. So, yeah, I, th- I think we got guys, a lot of good guys in a lot of spots, and every play it's never really just this one position. It's all 11. they got to do their job in order to get offense to stop today, but I think they were saying that 40 years ago too. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, yeah no, we feel good about the group. Like I said, the, the core of what happened the summer, they stayed here, they went to school. Had a great summer in the classroom, and then the, the weight room people have been just fantastic. So yeah, I'm sure at this point you're anxious to nickel state and on commerce and all that, just to hit someone else. Absolutely, absolutely. But keep going back to every every team I've been on, we've always had great offenses to prepare against each day, and we could go inside and watch the film, and the scoreboard wasn't on. Mm. And so it's not been that way this fall. So that's – is that the whole piece? No, but it's a really good piece when you're going against people that are that good and you get a chance to correct some things and – get out there before the first Saturday or Thursday in this case. So, All right, also working with the defensive linemen this year, there's kind of an extra coach up front, Jason Slowey, new to the program. He's working with the edge rushers and tightly with Craig Paulson there on the overall defensive line, but had a chance to introduce myself to the, one of the new Hornet coaches of the defense, and here's that chat with Jason Slowey. So spending a few moments with another new Hornets coach, Jason Slowey, who comes to Sacramento, uh, staying, staying West Coast, huh? From uh, from Oregon, How, how's Sacramento treating you? That's uh, awesome. Uh, I lived in Northern California for two years. So I was down in the Bay Area uh, when I played for a little bit, so it's good to be back. You know, so how did uh, how did the connection happen? I know Coach, Tom, all you coaches have such a pipeline of people, but how did you uh, end up as a Hornet? Yeah, so um, one of the coaches we kind of one of our mutual friends, Coach Stacy Collins at uh, Penn State. He's a Western Oregon alumni, um, so him and Coach Thompson have a connection from coming up through the ranks. And uh, he was suggested me when they had a spot open and got me in front of Coach, and now I'm here. So, yeah. um, your early thoughts on on the program, the school, the community, just kind of your you know it's new for you, even though you said you spent some time in Northern California. What do you what do you think of Sacramento? Community's awesome. Um, everyone's been really supportive since I've showed up. Um, you can tell that everyone's really excited about the upcoming season, um, all the success we've had here in the past. And, you know, the players work incredibly hard. They're here all summer grinding, and I'm excited to see what they're going to do on the field this year. I know you work closely with Coach Paulson, the overall D-line, but you're kind of responsible for the edge rushers, kind of that, you know, passing defense attack, I guess, let's say. Uh, a couple guys, Hornet fans, know and may learn more about, but let's start with one of your guys I know you, uh, you're excited about is Deshaun Lynch. What do you think he brings to that Hornet uh, kind of rushing attack uh, defensively? I mean, Deshaun's an incredible athlete for his size, um, converted basketball player out of high school, um, went locally to Folsom High School out of here. Um, he's got a great smile. He's really fun to be around. Um, relentless pass rusher, but physical in the run game too. So excited to see him kind of take a step this year, hopefully, and, and help us quite a bit out there. So A lot of guys over their time sometimes change positions out of need, necessity, or just a better fit. Uh, you guys have moved Kobe Weeks to this spot. I know we'll see him play quite a bit. What did you see in him? Man, Kobe's been great. Um, I mean, obviously moving from offense to defense, um, it's something he hasn't done, I think, since high school. Um, played some of that stuff, but man, knows the playbook probably better than anybody. One of the best motor guys we have in our program, not just in our defense, and he's definitely going to contribute defensively and special teams for us all season. He's done a great job. A guy that uh, Hornets also get to know, Josh Casciola, has made some plays in camp so far. What uh, the expectations for him? Josh is great. He's new to us out of Fresno City College. Um, really hardworking young man. Um, just really 
really talented pass rusher. Um, he's probably got the best true natural pass rushing ability. Um, he can really go, and I think as he kind of gets more familiar with our scheme and more comfortable in our defense, you'll see him shine more and more. But, I mean, just getting him out there, his natural ability is really going to show early. What makes a, a great pass rusher? Uh, you know, anticipation of the snap count, of course. Um, you got to be able to have a great blend of speed to power. And then for us, um, we're reading everything on the run. So um, you got to be able to, you know, take those cues, convert them into the correct movement, whether that be, again, a speed to power move and then have, you know, good hands. So we work a lot on hands, um, whether that be finesse or power. So we feel like they guys have some tools in their toolbox. Do you set a number, a goal, a target for hurries, pressures, sacks, or is it just, you know, just get after it? No, never. Um, it's defense is the ultimate team element of football. Um, so for us, we're just trying to play as hard as we can on every single play. We have a full stable of guys. We're going to rotate quite a bit. We feel good about having 10 different guys out there at any time in our room. So go until you can't go anymore. Come out, get a break, and let's do it again, and good things will happen. Awesome. Well, uh, welcome to Sacramento. Yeah, thank you. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. Another wrinkle to the 2023 Sacramento State Hornet defense will be a new linebackers coach. Andy Thompson had been the linebackers coach and the defensive coordinator, but coach was telling me, and you're going to hear the conversation coming up. He felt it was really important to hire a linebackers coach who could really coach that group in game on the sideline. While Andy Thompson is also locked in on game management and the offense when the defense is off the field. So. Uh, a little wrinkle, but a good wrinkle here. So here's another chance to meet another new Hornet coach. And to preview the linebackers, here's A.J. Cooper. All right, spending a few moments with linebackers coach, new to the program, A.J. Cooper. First off, uh, welcome to Sacramento. How's it been for you so far? Oh, man, Sac's been nothing but loved ever since I've been here. You know what I mean? Uh, a lot of my teammates from college are from this area, so it, it became home pretty fast. And, uh, you know, uh, Sacramento State has uh, welcomed me with open arms, so couldn't be more grateful to be here. When you were playing, did you know you wanted to be a coach? How'd you get the coaching bug? Uh, just kind of my leadership style. Um, that's what what it became initially. Um, my my teammates saw it in me first, um, but my dad uh, my dad is a college coach as well. So uh, I just thought that's what my leadership style was. I obviously, want to stay around the game, and um, I, I'd rather work for a head coach than a than a CEO. So <laughs> that's just what my uh, mentality was. Mm. So how did you get here? Obviously, coaches are such networking, and Coach Thompson, how did how did he land you? Uh, just relationship building, really. Um, spent my time spent at Oregon State. Um, the offensive coordinator there is good friends with Andy Thompson, um, and uh, was able to build relationships on the other side of the ball. Just just doing my job and letting my work speak for itself, and um, got some recommendations, and you know, interviewed, and was able to develop uh, my skill set, and, and you know, just learning football along the way, and. You know, the opportunity presented itself, and I, you know, I took full advantage. So I'm grateful to be here. Well, we're glad you're here. You got a good group. I know it makes coaches happy to have a lot of experience. You got a lot in that linebacker room. Tell us, uh, Hornet fans, what uh, what to expect this year from your group. Uh, I think you expect a, a experienced group that'll be super exciting. Uh, they've improved their leadership. Uh, obviously, these guys have been productive, um, but they've, they've worked on their individual development um, for the greater good of the Hornets. Mm -hmm. So um, I think you'll see these guys go out there and put on a show um, all the way. You know, I, I feel like I'm, I'm five, five, six deep. You know what I mean? We don't have a weakest link. All these guys have developed and put in the work to, to improve, and um, I'm comfortable uh, comfortable putting all, any of those guys out there. But um, having three six-year seniors obviously makes my job easy, and uh, those guys have, have improved um, 
from being great players that they already have been. But uh, I take an initiative to continue to grow, to lead the team, and, um, you know, I, I expect them to do great things just from their work. So uh, it'll prove itself. I know we haven't had any games yet, but how will your philosophy be, you know, if Bailey and Mather are coming off the field and they're seeing something maybe you're not or vice versa? Like, how, how's that communication go in-game? Uh, I fully trust those guys, and, uh, you know, I, I make an emphasis of that of, you know, let's be honest with our mistakes and let's be honest with, with when things are going well. So um, being able to communicate those things, and those guys have seen a lot of ball. So um, helping them understand the defense more, understanding what we're trying to do with our game plan, um, having great talk on the sideline so that way we can make mistakes on the run or make corrections on the run, excuse me. Um, I, I fully trust those guys. But that's that's where the development comes in and the experiences. Um, their coaches on the field, their reflection of me, um, not only myself but Coach Thompson, and um, they'll do a great job at that. So um, that's what we talk about. We, let's come to the sideline. Let's talk about it. Let's go out there and attack it again. Such a difficult position. There's a lot of demands at linebacker. Strength of the group, speed, tackling. I guess they have to be so versatile. But what do you what do you like most about that group? Uh, I like their physicality and in their IQ. Um, and then that those two things allow them to play fast. And you know they'll, they'll be able to make a lot of plays. You know, we're being in the on a second level. You can impact the game in so many ways. You know, TFL sacks, interceptions, PBUs. Um, you know, I want them to be able to use all those and, and fill the stat sheet up. So um, just understanding what we can do to impact the game, um, how we communicate with the first level all the way back to the third level, um, you know, our impact is, is, is essential. So um, taking full advantage of that and just being, being the players that we expect to be by using our fundamentals, um, using our coaching. And um, at the end of the day, you know, we, don't, we, we shouldn't stray away, um, you know, from fatigue, you know, so just falling back to our fundamentals and our, and our foundation. All right, last thing for you. Um, you've seen all of the defense. I know you're responsible for the linebackers. How do you, how do you feel like you guys are ready for the year? Uh, I feel like we're improving, uh, uh, you know, the, the small things, you know, and Coach Thompson doesn't like to use small, but the details, <laughs> you know, I'd say the details is um, communication, uh, not getting beat before the snap, so aligning to certain formations and motions. And um, the, we have a veteran group, so a lot of these guys have, have played before. Um, being able to play together, but just increasing the, the details and tackling and, and block destruction, um, being in the right place at the right time. And then, like you said, the communication with our veteran guys of being able to, uh, to, to fix things on the run, make adjustments, and, and go out there and finish the game strong. Awesome. Well, uh, welcome to Sacramento. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, time to get to the back end of the defense, the Sharks. Love these guys back there. And Cherokee Valeria has been in this Hornet program, a part of the back-to-back-to-back uh, conference champions for the Sacramento State Hornets. So he coaches the safeties and the corners, but you're going to kind of hear two different coaches working with that back-end group. We start first with my conversation with Cherokee Valeria. You're now totally experienced with this program. You're back. Uh, some semblances of a new coaching staff. How excited are you for for another year of Hornet football? Very excited, especially having Andy here, being the head coach, um, switching over from a defensive coordinator perspective. It's one of the first times that I am going to be around a defensive head coach. I had one opportunity earlier in my career, so I'm very excited for this and seeing how this all goes together. But apparently he can't stop that coaching bug. He still wants his hands on the defense, doesn't he? He definitely does. He, he loves coaching. He, he, he loves the interactions in a, in a room and with a position group. So he's going to take over uh, the nickels and coach them up individually. Um, and then we'll still have the Sharks, the, the two safeties, the two corners and the nickels all together in a room as we install and go forward. But you still have a lot of responsibility for the defense. Um, so take us to game day. What kind of things are 
on your shoulders? Um, well, by title, it's a passing game coordinator. Well, basically, what I go through is all the intricacies of components or how we're going to handle shifts, motions, adjustments, um, and how we're dealing with uh, matchup games on a week-to-week basis um, through our defense. So um, Coach Thompson is still calling defense, and I am just overseeing how we are handling those interactions. All right, before we get to your overall defense, I want to get to the group. I mean, you've got your hands on every day. I mean, there's a lot of different elements, but we just kind of focus in on the corners. It's nice to know you you got a lot of experience coming back, don't you? Uh, very much so. I mean, that's what's nice. Uh, the most experience that I've had here since I've been here. So it's, it's a delightful group to coach. They already know my standards. They know what to expect. They know what I am asking them to do. And they're doing a great job leading the younger guys that are just coming in to learn the defense as well. It's such a difficult position to play with that experience. These guys have played a lot of college football. Does that change how you guys can cover, or you, I don't know, or you just kind of keep your same standards? No, it actually gives them a lot more freedom. I have a lot more trust in the guys because they are older and experienced. They've been out there before. They understand. They see offenses the same way I'm seeing it, understand situations from first down to third down to red zone to goal line. And, and so I give them a lot more freedom. It actually is an easier way to coach because all i got to do is tell them a little niche here and little niche there, and they're good to go. So you got about nine, ten guys that you're responsible for in that specific group. Um, who should Hornet fans expect some some big things from this year? I think that all, I mean, all of them. I mean, they all do a great job, even from our older guys um, like Dylan Janelle and Caleb Nelson and Zelmar and, and DJ Houston, all the way down to Pat Dean, Jalen Speed, and even up-and-comers like Lamont and Elias, you know, and some of the other guys. They're, they They collectively do a great job together. Got to ask you then about the overall defense because, I mean, you guys are all a unit. How, how do you feel you're looking going into the start of a year? I'm very excited to see them play. I mean, we've been going face-to-face -face with our offense, and our offense is hard to cover. They do a great job shifting motion and, and challenging us uh, on the perimeter in the air. Um, I'm excited to see our guys play on Saturdays against somebody else and go up and make those plays that they're making every day in practice. And then lastly, do you put numbers, goals, targets for, for the group or, you know, kind of coach B can get better each and every week? Yeah, I definitely want to see them get better every week. I think we we, we try to go into every game trying to be one and know that game mm -hmm. and accomplish that game, and that allows us to be successful at the end of the year. So, of course, we want to have that, you know, that that shine, I would say, at the end of the year, but it all happens week to week, game to game. Also helping out the Sharks? A name you know, Alan Perryman, who's a great Hornet, was in the program for several years, uh, was a part of the first team to go to the playoffs, the 2019 Big Sky Champion Hornets, worked his way around coaching a little bit, and is now back in the program. It was great to catch up with now new coach, Alan Perryman. So we're here with a, a familiar name to Hornet fans. Coach Perryman is back, now as coach. Uh, I know it's sunk in for you. It's hard for me at this point. What's it like being back at Sacramento State? It's been great. It's been a great, you know, change being on this side of the, you know, football now. So being able to see how the coaching goes with it. But um, as far as, you know, everything going, the process has been smooth. I'm thankful for Coach Thompson for bringing me in. Um, he's been a lot of help. Coach Cherokees has been a lot of help as well. So it's been a good, good change for me as well. Obviously, you knew the coaching staff here last year, that first group that won the Big Sky, tasted the playoffs. 
did you just keep connections with him as you went on your coaching career? Oh, yeah. So I kept a lot of connection with Coach Key and then Coach uh, Thompson as well. I, I spent a lot of time coming back and forth watching mm-hmm. games and, uh, you know, just staying on top of, you know, how they're doing and how the guys doing. I kept in a lot of contact with a lot of the guys on the team. So I just, you know, I've been around as much as I could. I know when you came here as a player, I'm sure you had visions of what has happened, but you lived the first year of it. You've seen the last two. Can you believe how successful it's been? Um, You know, I'm so proud um, of this group, of this team. I think it's been, you know, they've been getting better every single year. You know, in the the past it's been a little rough, but, you know, ever since that 2019 team, it's been like, you know, getting progressing into better and better and better each year. So I'm, I'm so glad to see that happening here. Tell me about your group, the safeties and some of the guys back in the back end of the defense. What do you have back there? And we have a lot of, you know, a lot of talent, a lot of guys that had a lot of playing time last year. And over the years, um, I think we, you know, we're not, we have a, you know, senior, one senior in our group, uh, Kylan Ross. And then we have uh, Cam Broussard and uh, Gavin Davis-Smith, who also had a lot in playing time last year. Um, I think it's going to be, you know, a good year. Those guys have been leaders in the in the safety room, being able to step up and help out the young guys coming in. So they've been, you know, a great help, you know, to everybody in that group. Has that just naturally happened as time has gone on maturing and playing a lot of football that those three guys are kind of taking over the leadership? Yeah, for sure. I think it's, you know, that just happens over the years. As, you know, the more time you, you get playing – and uh, spending your time out there on the field and then being around the guys in the in the locker room and stuff I think it's just you just naturally mature into being a leader and helping out the young guys as they you know progress through their four or five years what would you say the strength of their of the group you have is the strength I would say just the communication in every in everything of it um, a lot of the guys you know communicate well with each other you know a lot you know a lot of times we're out there you know making checks and calls I tell them all the time like we got to be the point guards of the defense so I think you know the communication part of it has been a real you know heavy strength in that room do they have some freedom to to make their own calls or how does that kind of work between you ah, and them? <laughs> <laughs> no not 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 too much freedom yeah. but um you know when they're out there if they see something that you know we may have not talked about or whatever right. you know we can get it corrected on the sideline yeah. and stuff like that I was like, I was asking the offensive coaches about your defense. So let me flip it on you. How's the offense looked in camp? They look great. You know, they've been progressing. You know, day by day. Um, started off in spring really good, and I think they hit fall camp really running hard and finally clicking and you know figuring everything out. So I think it's been a really good. I think I'm really excited to see what they can do. I'm sure you're ready to play games now, aren't you? Oh yeah, <laughs> I miss it. So I'm ready. I'm ready to go. So it's go time now. Welcome back. Thank you. And finally, we wrap up with. Andy Thompson, the head coach, the new head coach of the Sacramento State Hornets, responsible for the whole program, but a lot of things defensively as well. Let's hear from the head coach. All right, here with head coach, defensive coordinator, let's see, Nickelback's coach, Andy Thompson. I know there's probably more titles in there, coach, but uh, um, i got to imagine right now you're about ready to to play some real games. Super excited. we are been working for this all year since January, and um, it's getting closer by the day. And um, I'm really excited to see these guys that a lot of people don't know about um, that are going to come out and and, and play well because uh, they've worked so hard for it. So game times are always fun. Some coaches, ah, oh, I don't like the games. I love the games. I love to see the players um, come out and perform at a high level. So we're hoping we can do that very soon. I'm going to kind of go through, like, narrow in and then broaden out. I'll start with the Nickelback's room. That's who you're coaching. Mm-hmm. 
Marte Mapu, congrats to him. I mean, that had to be great for the Hornets to see him as a third-round pick for the Patriots. But, I mean, that's a huge player to be losing. But Mm -hmm. when you know, like, a Jace O'Hara and some guys are coming back, tell us a little bit about uh, that room you have. Yeah, Jace O'Hara, Darian Pollard are the two ones that have been in the program for at least three years. Um, And they got to, you know, be with Marte every day and see his work ethic and see what he did. So they've got a very good understanding of the position. Um, But more than anything, trying to replace somebody like Marte, you got to have other group step up around and we have a lot of guys back in the secondary um, that Marte worked with that are now a year older um, we have some defensive linemen that are back that are new you know you know some of those seniors Jet Stanley Tyler Hardeman Deshaun Lynch Lake A. Fashola um, Ben Ahu, Ahu and then obviously Armand Bailey right in the middle uh, and Brock Mather and Jeremy Harris. So I'm talking about a lot of guys. Yeah. I think that's what it's going to take to replace somebody um, as valuable as Marte. Well, you, I mean, you're the head coach, but you're also besides the Nickelbacks, you have the defense. You're still going to, you've got that itch. You've always been a defensive coordinator. Um, how will you compartmentalize? I mean, you've got, you've got a pretty heavy game day o- uh, obligation. Yeah, I, I thought I got to watch Coach Taylor do a really good job of it, and um, saw how he set up his day. Uh, saw how he went from one thing to the next thing, and, and um, so I'm trying to do it right now, and I'm in the process of that. And it's been fun to interact with the players. And when you do call the defense, you get a chance to um, be in there and talk to them every day, and get a chance to, um, to you know be a part of the scheme, um, and which is fun. But most importantly. Uh, I can also switch modes and because I have a relationship with a lot of the offensive players. Um, and so I will be, you know, when they're on the offense, I'm, I'm going to be glued to the offense and, and trying to help with decisions on going for it and, and where we're at and what we're doing. Coach Frescas will be the guy who's um, in charge of calling the plays. But, again, we've got a great offensive staff. So I think collaborating is, is a huge thing, and we have a lot of coaches, great coaches here, and not trying to micromanage them. But I definitely have a full plate each week on on separating the different duties that I have. Coaching staffs are so important. It's got to be refreshing to you. You've mentioned Frescas and whether it's Coach Richardson mm-hmm. and Cherokee. I mean, a lot of Coach LePan names Hornet fans know. Mm-hmm. But you brought in some new coaches too that have been getting some pretty high remarks. How did you? How do you feel about the staff you've assembled as you get ready for your first year as head coach? So far, so it's been great. I think we have great camaraderie. We brought in some knowledgeable guys, Tyson Prince came from University of Washington where they had the number one um, passing offense in the country. I know he's brought some great ideas, uh, and it's been really good for that room. The players are really enjoying getting coached by him. Uh, his dad's the wide receiver coach for the Cowboys, so it comes with a great lineage of, of, of coaching. Um, Donnell Pumphrey has been awesome. Um, great energy, good spirit, all-time leading rusher in history of college football. But more than anything, cares about his players. He's the first one in the office. He's... Um, trying to develop them and we've got a great legacy here of great running backs um, and I think he's going to do a great job with that group and he has already done a great job and then on defense we brought in uh, three guys Alan Perryman coming back who's a Hornet fan should know from 2019 knows exactly how we want to do things on defense can really help um, transition those guys and then for me um, AJ Cooper's been a huge um, you know, I coached linebackers for a lot of years, and he's coaching the inside linebackers um, mainly so he can make adjustments during the game and be have somebody. Those linebackers can have somebody, and he came from Oregon State, who had the number one 
defense last year in the Pac-12. So I've learned some great things from him. And then Jason Slowey, um, a guy that's designated to help our edge rushers, and uh, he's done a great job of that. So really am thankful um, of the guys that stayed, have been in the program, like you said. Um, but some of these new guys have definitely brought some great ideas. You've been around so many coaches all the years you've done this, whether it's your dad, uh, Coach Taylor, Coach Sowers. I mean, everywhere you've been, the coach people you played for, what would you want someone to say, that's an Andy Thompson team? What does that look like to you? What would you say, I did my job if this – I mean, obviously you want to win every game. Mm-hmm. Besides that, what do you want the character of the team to look like? Yeah, I hope they say we're smart, mm-hmm. you know, that we don't we don't beat ourselves. Um, we talk about that and, uh, a lot. So pre-snap penalties, I hope we're a smart football team at the end of the game and we know situations. And as coaches, we put them in the best spot, but then they know what to do. Um, I hope they, they look out there and they go, man, those guys play with great effort. Man, they work hard. They are flying around. They're exciting because they are putting in, you know, the effort on the field. We don't, you know, we always talk about not walking on the field. Mm-hmm. Don't disrespect the game by walking. You're jogging or you're running where you're going. And then I hope we're attacking. Mm-hmm. You know, I hope we're fun to watch. I hope we score a bunch of points and we're attacking. And, and on defense, the same thing. Special teams, you know, returning kicks, blocking punts. I hope we're attacking. Um, and then I hope I hope they, they look out there and they go, man, these guys never quit. They are resilient. doesn't matter what the score is. doesn't matter the situation, the weather. They are resilient, and they come out, and they are ready to roll. And then lastly, I hope they, they, hope they see that, man, they're mindful. They're staying in the moment. They're not, you know, they're not thinking about the play that maybe just was bad. Um, they're going on to the next play. Or if they make a good one, they're moving on um, and that they're having some fun yeah. you know this is college football this is a great time of their life I feel um, a lot of um, I'm very blessed is probably the best word to be coaching and I hope our guys and the fans see that we are enjoying our time out there and, and uh, thankful to be at Sacramento State I know you haven't had your first game as the head coach yet but you've been in so many of these battles um, does it the position feel like it's everything you wanted it to be or I guess it's still a, a I don't know learning in progress it's a great question um, <laughs> there's a lot to it isn't there there's a lot to it yeah. and um, each day is different mm. and so I'm learning a lot yeah. I'm learning a lot I really enjoy um, being the leader mm-hmm. and I feel very comfortable doing that um, I, I do wake up a lot more with things I got to write down um, than I ever have, uh-huh. especially in the morning. Um, I mean, yeah, and having three boys and, and, and being married, you, you don't want to, you know, you, you want to make sure you're a great dad and you're a great husband, and that's important to me. So uh, juggling those balls, I'm, I'm getting better every day. Uh, but, man, it, it's it's a lot of fun. And 43 years old and, and getting to do something that I love um, – I truly do feel very lucky to be in this position. Overview of the season ahead as you just kind of look. I mean, you know, I know you're going to take it game by game, but you know, you've seen the schedule. The non-league's challenging. League is great. Just how do you think that lays out for the Hornets? I think just like every year, um, there are there are challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, how we respond, uh, how mindful we are uh, with our daily habits, will really show up on Saturday, and so. Um, I do think there's some quality opponents. We play in a great league. Got some great challenges in the non-league. We got some big road games. Um, so again, we we didn't start this process today. Right. We started this process back in January, and we and we really set out to to uh, build great habits, championship habits, 
Um, and then we'll see how we handle those things. You know, we, we've talked in the past, mature teams win championships. And so you got to be able to handle all that goes into a season. And we want it to be positive, and we want to build it for the long haul. So that hopefully when these guys get done playing football, they're going to be ready for whatever they want to do in life. Yeah. And we can empower them with those habits that they're, they're successful, just not on the field but off. All right, last thing for you, Coach. We've talked a lot about the defense. We've mentioned some things offensively, but – for you, you're going to oversee all of it. You've got to be reassured that so much experience in the offensive line. A lot of skilled players are back. Now, quarterbacks are new, and that's mm-hmm. a big part of the game. But just that side of the ball has been so good in camp, and so far it looks really good, too. How do you, how do you feel about your offense? I think they're doing a great job. Um, I think the execution has been really high. I think these guys have worked at it since, we again, January. This isn't something that we just roll out the ball. Um, in our program, we always want to be working on our skill development. We want to be able to throw the ball. We want to be able to run the ball. And so I think um, the chemistry there is continuing to get better every day. Um, we have some very talented guys um, when the ball's in their hands, and it's going to be exciting for Hornet fans to see that. And um, I'm excited to, to not have to call defense against them every day and, and try to go against somebody else because I, I, I use the word explosive. Um, uh, there's a lot of those guys, and I think we have a chance to be very explosive, and that's one of our goals. We want to have at least you know, eight explosive plays every game, um, over 20 yards. If you're doing that, you have a very high probability of winning football games, and I, I do think the offense um, is doing that, and they're doing a good job of, of pushing it, and we want to play with great pace. We want to be a team that can go as fast as we need to or slow it down and, and be able to finish games. So um, definitely – excited to watch our offense awesome well coach i know hornet fans are excited i know you're excited i, I can't wait for the games to get going uh, thanks for joining us i appreciate everything you do and uh, stingers up and look forward to everybody getting to that first home game all right my thanks to craig paulson jason slowey aj cooper cherokee valeria alan perryman and of course head coach andy thompson well game one coming up thursday thibodeau louisiana make sure you check us out on the radio as uh, Steve McElroy and I, Danny Sullivan, will all be on the road, hopefully calling another Hornet victory. We'll see. The Hornets have a nice regular season win streak going, but as they did a year ago and they did two years ago and the year prior to that, they really lock in, focus in week by week. Week one's a little bit of a mystery. You don't know what you got with your own squad, and certainly we don't know a lot about Nickel State. We can look at last year's record, but a lot of changes in that program. They did go 3-8 and eight last year. Same league as Incarnate Word, same league as Texas A&M Commerce, who the Hornets are going to face next week so they're gonna have to be in on their game that's for sure and uh see if they can start out with a quality road win and get this thing going in the right direction and help support their 10th ranked spot to begin the season all right that's it my thanks again to the coaches we'll be back next week to recap game one and then look ahead to game two the home opener against texas a&m commerce next week that's it for us have a great week go hornet stingers up and thank you so much for listening to the stingers up hornet football podcast